I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And it's such a privilege to welcome Sherry Bittler as our guest writer for today. Sherry and I have been friends forever, it seems like. We've done life together. We've raised our children together. We learned what the meaning of biblical womanhood is together. And Sherry has been an example to me of what biblical encouragement looks like. And I share some of her stories in my book, Treasures of Encouragement, Women Helping Women. And I'm delighted that there is a 25th anniversary edition available. You can go to treasuresofencouragement.org to learn more about it. But today's devotional is in our Treasures Along the Way series. And today's devotional is called Cousins Camp Part Two. And Sherry Bittler is our guest writer. Today's treasure is from Deuteronomy 7, verse 9. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. In this devotional, my dear friend Sherry describes why she does Cousins Camp and offers lots of practical ideas for accomplishing her goals. You know, though you might not be able to schedule several days at a time with your grands, Sherry's ideas are terrific for a day or part of a day. In fact, I'm hoping to incorporate some of her fun activities into special days with our littles this summer. Sometimes when we hear what others are doing, we feel inadequate, less than, or failures. Don't let the enemy lead you down that pathway. Each of us is unique, but God's calling is the same. The way we live out our calling may look different for each of us. And this is from Sherry. As a young mom, it was important to me that our children learn about the God I was growing to know. Volunteering at our church gave me plenty of opportunities to join other parents who shared that passion. Together, we took scripture, added fun activities, and trusted the Lord to impact the hearts of the littles who walked through the doors. The Lord used those times to lead me into formal, children's ministry when our children headed off to college. Eventually, I retired from my staff position. Psalm 71, 18 says, So even to old age and gray hairs of God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. And so now as a grandmother, my heart is more passionate than ever. With some medical limitations, I need to keep my pace slower and the number of students small. The Lord showed me that planning some intentional, structured time with our grandchildren would fuel my passion to obey these verses and bless us in ways that we could not imagine. Cousins Camp was born. The children needed to be potty trained, able to communicate clearly, and content to be away from mommy. We are together for 48 hours straight, two nights and two days. The first summer, eight of our 12 grandchildren qualified. They came with sleeping bags, girls in one room and boys in another. I choose a backdrop theme for each camp. We have used Star Wars, sea creatures, Christmas in July, Olympics, circus, and manners to name a few. I choose a scriptural theme. We are blessed to be a blessing. We have focused on a specific verse or the one another verses in the Bible, verses about doing our best for God, the Ten Commandments, the importance of prayer, the verses about putting others first, loving and forgiving each other. I develop an agenda. 
my first cousin's camp, I planned every minute of their time with me, worried that idle time would lead to problems. I remember that first year I woke up before any of the camper grands and I heard a sound from my computer. It was Skype. My sister was checking in. As soon as the video appeared, she could actually see me sitting in front of the computer, of course. She burst into laughter. It took a second, but I realized the wear and tear of that first day of camp was very obvious to her. Looking at my own picture on the computer, I joined the laughter. As sisters, we are totally aware of the lengths we will go to to create memories for our grandchildren. When our first cousin's camp was history, I allowed the children to share with me what they liked and anything they didn't like. Gratefully, I'm happy to report they loved it all. However, they did ask for more time to just play freely with their cousins. Free time became part of the schedules in the future and gave me a little break as well. Our favorites were minute-to-win-it games, scavenger hunts, obstacle courses, bonfires with marshmallows. One year we did tie-dye shirts. One year we painted donuts on a canvas for our theme, Do Not, N-U-T, Worry, Get It? And used scripture verses about worry. And of course, swimming in our above-ground pool. Day swims and the night swims. And thank you, Pop-Bob, for setting up lights. I used quarters as prizes, giving each child a Ziploc bag with their name on it. I bought a roll of tickets at Walmart, and they could earn them for various things and redeem them at my grab basket of inexpensive toys. Oversized Ziploc bags or pocket file folders held crafts or items that needed to head home as reminders of our lesson. My meals were kid-friendly and dessert was first. The year our theme was Star Wars, I had signs that labeled all the foods with relatable titles like Yoda Soda or Vader Veggies and so on. Google Ideas or Pinterest Ideas, well, I relied on them heavily. I would keep Cousins Camp in mind whenever shopping, often finding things like plastic holding sleeves or crazy straws. Spending a little time at the dollar store might add fun touches to your time together. We usually made popcorn and have plastic containers that look just like the paper ones you get at the movie theater. Walmart had campfire sticks for s'mores as well. By the way, it is helpful to have a plan B in your pocket if the weather doesn't cooperate or a video of some rest time is needed. And take lots of pictures. Maybe grandfather can help with that. You might be too preoccupied. I am so incredibly grateful for our grandchildren. The last couple of years, I've had to rely on one of our daughters-in-law to help me manage our events. I know these cousins' camps are a gift from the Lord, and I am so grateful that learning about Him for many of the children is part of their story. I have some grandchildren who aren't churched, and I'm so grateful that they have these times with me and their cousins. The memories made through the years at Cousins Camp are priceless treasures to me, and from the sounds of it, to the cousins as well. It is a privilege. Well, yes, camp is work. It is planning. There is some expense. There are moments of major chaos. There are sometimes conflicts to resolve. And the food is less than healthy at times, but there is also lots of hugging and kissing. Yes, the house needs a thorough cleaning when I am finished. Yes, there is some waste. And oh yes, my body needs time to recuperate. Some games work out better than others. Yes, my husband gets a little overwhelmed. 
but we are learning to really love each other, understand each other better, and uncover new talents and interests. They know that I will always point them to Jesus, and they know that Pop-Pop and I pray for them all the time. Friends, thank you so much for joining us for this uh, third week of Treasures Along the Way. And as we walk together by faith, wherever God has placed us, we like to introduce other resources that are designed to help us encourage one another to walk by faith. And one of the ways we do that through Mark Inc. Ministries is our Help and Hope podcast. And in this podcast, we typically share redemption stories. People share their stories as a means of offering the help and hope of the gospel to others. And Clarissa Mull is my guest for this Help and Hope podcast, and we call it Living with Grief and Thriving After Loss. Clarissa's husband, Rob, died unexpectedly while they were on a camping trip and while he was hiking up a mountain. And what a shock as she realized she had to raise her children by herself and without her beloved husband. She says she realized that she was at a crossroads. Either she could walk toward hope or she could slide into hopelessness. And by God's grace, she chose to walk toward hope. In this conversation, we talk about so many different questions that grieving people often ask. Is there any way to prepare for such a tragedy? Rob had actually written a book that helped prepare Clarissa for this moment in time. Are there stages for grief? What kind of work can grief do in our hearts that grows the fruit of the Spirit? And so much more. What do you do with regrets? What about forgiveness, either for our own behavior or toward the one who died? We just cover such a wide gamut of questions and important questions that uh, grieving people often ask. Clarissa has also written a book called Beyond the Darkness, A Gentle Guide for Living with Grief and Thriving After Loss. And I want to tell you, it is a gentle guide. That is a perfect word to describe this book. And even better, she is going to be writing two new books, a devotional and a grief handbook for teenagers that are supposed to be released in 2024. So make sure you check out my conversation with Clarissa Mall. You will not regret it and keep your eyes open for her new books. When you go to helponhopenow.org, you can find the conversation and you can also find more information about Clarissa a link to her book and how to stay in touch with her and her new resources. I'm Sharon Batters. Thanks so much for joining us and I look forward to being with you tomorrow.